This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to episode 42 of Outspoken with Sam Collins. I hope you're having a great day. And... If not, I'll make it even greater. Just kidding, I don't know if I can, but I'll try. So today I wanna to start out with this YouTuber who got canceled. She, um, I think she deleted her channel, actually. People were talking about this like a month ago and I meant, to, I meant to talk about it, I forgot about it, but this woman was like a family vlogger or something and she made her crying son pose for a thumbnail and it was like really weird. Um, because that's weird. That's like that's just weird to do. I mean, in my opinion, too. But uh, she got canceled for that, so I wanted to share that with you if you haven't saw it because it's not. I feel like with YouTube, a lot of this stuff happens all the time. It's just a weird thing to think about, and a lot of people were disgusted. So I want to share that with you, and then after that, I want to talk to you about cancel culture in general and my opinions on it. And uh. Yeah, I figured these two would mesh well together because this is a woman who got canceled, right? And then we can talk about cancel culture. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun little discussion. And I'd like to know what you guys think about cancel culture too at the end of this whole episode. Um, so yeah, let's get let's get right into it. All right, so let's take a look at this video. So the situation that was happening is they were talking about their dog. Uh, their dog was sick or something and was going to have surgery. I don't know. I think maybe it could have died. Like it might have been dying. I don't know what the whole situation is because I can only find this clip because she deleted everything. But uh, so her son is crying and this is what happened. Come here, 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 come here. Look at me, look at me, look at me. We have to do this, look at me. She's going to be okay. Repeat this, say Rosie is healthy. Look at me. Rosie is healthy. Rosie's Look at me. Healthy. Rosie's beautiful. Rosie is strong. Rosie's strong. She is healthy. She will make it. She will make it. She will make it. So, yeah, they're just talking about the dog. And clearly the kid is upset. You can hear him crying. Obviously. It's crazy. No, no matter how much you know about positive mindset, law of attraction, it doesn't matter how much you're educated on that. When you're in the moment, it's still so hard to not feel sad. I'm gonna let you guys go. I need to go be there for Christian. I just wanted to give you an update because so many of you turned on the countdown reminders for my new video today and you wanted to see our big news. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on, wait, wait. So they turned on the reminder to get this video. This video, she's talking about this video specifically. Like the countdown for this video, like our news, was the news that your dog is like dying and has to get surgery. That was the big news that people, that you, that was the big news that you titled video, Big News. 
that I'm just taking from the context clues here, okay? That's that's what I heard. <laughs> so I know I know I'm laughing, but it's like it's it's fucked up, <laughs> and it's just that that's weird. Like if my dog was dying or my my birds were dying, I wouldn't ca I wouldn't make the video. My big news, it would be my bird died. Period. I'm sad. Period. I will make that video when my bird dies. All right, he's old. He's getting up there. He's getting old. He's he's eleven. He's a parakeet. So, I will make a video titled that, and I will be crying. I'm tearing up just thinking about it. <clears throat> so, so let's focus on let's focus on the video instead of my instead of my bird. Please pray for her. I know she's gonna make it through. She's an amazing, beautiful little girl, and I can't wait for her to bring her home and be part of our family. So if you could pray for us, we appreciate it. I love you guys. <laughs> come here, come closer for the video, come closer. Come closer. Come closer. Put your head, put your head right here. Come closer. Close down, put your head down here. Act like you're crying really quick. I am crying. Anyways, the reason that this video, and I haven't played the worst part of it yet for you, but the reason that this video got out like this is because she accidentally uploaded it. Which is so fucked up. How do you accidentally upload this section of the video? Okay. I mean, I guess someone just wasn't cutting and wasn't paying attention. So, here you go. Go like this. No, mom, I'm not just using No, I know, but go like this. For the video. Go like this, put one hand up. Go like this. No, go like this. Put your hand like this. But let them see your mouth. Let them see your mouth. Oh, I'm actually crying. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Look at me, look at me. I'm actually crying. I know, look at me, look at me. Look at the camera, look at the camera. Okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's over, it's over, it's over. Yo, this is so fucking weird, dude. I understand, as a YouTuber, I get it. I understand posing for a YouTube thumbnail, but like exploiting your child like that obviously is completely fucked up and like the kid is already crying right so like you're gonna get a thumbnail regardless of it and people are gonna be able to tell that it's like a posed thumbnail obviously if you're both if you're both hugging each other staring at the camera and crying like it's going to look posed um i mean thumbnails usually are posed anyways but like when in like a moment like this why would you ever want to pose for a thumbnail when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. 
maybe if it was me myself like me alone and i was crying i might put <laughs> maybe i would pose for it because it's like my own video but <laughs> maybe i wouldn't i don't know i don't know we'll see one day when i have to cry in a video but uh this kid is crying his eyes out and the thing that she's thinking of is taking a thumbnail before they shut off the video because that that will really do well on that kid's mental health growing up for sure like i said they didn't mean to upload that portion of the video and then it got out and she got canceled for it and i'm pretty sure she's like i didn't i her youtube channel's gone for me when i try to search it up so i wonder what that does to a kid you know like you're having this moment but then your mom wants you to like your mom was like exploiting your emotions for views i don't know it's just it's really weird um but that's a lot of youtube channels are like that i remember some of my old youtube friends like you would obviously you obviously post content for the views right you do specific things for the views that's why i've been pretending that i'm trans for the past five years because it gets me views you know that's a full joke i hope you got that one through your head people will do anything for views though especially if the, the thing they did first for views works they're going to keep doing the same thing or similar things and uh, that doesn't make it okay though obviously but plenty of people get exploited in youtube content like it's there has been talks about it i think it just it bothers people even more when it's a kid hey youtubers stop exploiting people for your own benefits okay i'm talking to you sam collins stop exploiting the transphobes yeah that shit was just really weird I'll talk about it a little bit more later when I talk about cancel culture too, but she ha she posted a, an apology video on Instagram and it went up on our YouTube, I believe, but that's deleted now. And this is what she said about that whole situation. What's going on guys? I'm posting this on Instagram and I'm also gonna upload these IG stories to my YouTube. So if you're watching on my YouTube and it's vertical ways, this is why. I have posted three apologies about this so far. I went on the Dad Challenge podcast this morning. He asked to interview me and we answered so many questions about child exploitation and children on YouTube. I have made a commitment moving forward to not include my son in any videos. I have even went back and took off about 20 videos that had myself and Christian in them. I will continue to do so. It's gonna take me a minute. I've been vlogging for eight years, but I have made the decision that is 100% the healthiest for my child and his mental health to be off the camera. Um, and I just want to let you guys know this as well. After eight years of vlogging, I am making the decision to take Christian completely off my channel. This is not, not because of the hate or the backlash I'm getting right now, which is absolutely fucking so much and terrible and death threats and things that I believe are so past the limit. I fucked up so fucking bad, you guys. I'm so mad at myself. One of my favorite things is that when people do get canceled or they get in trouble for something, they always bring up the, the death threat thing. They always bring it up for some reason. I don't know, it's just a pattern that I noticed. I kind of thought it was a little bit funny. Okay, and why are you why are you saying that to us? Just get on to your apology, you know? Talked about this more on Josh's podcast, if you want to check it out. And someone even commented like, oh, you're just promoting a podcast for monetization. I don't get a penny from that, nor do I want one. I made myself, I pushed myself to have the courage to go on that podcast, knowing he would probably fucking rip me to shreds. And he let me talk about my struggles with sharing my child online and with everything that comes with being an influencer which i fucking hate that word i don't think of myself as this and that's also a good one too i die every time an influencer says they don't like being called an influencer just say it man yeah i'm an influencer i'm so cool i'm an influencer see i said it it was that easy i'm a social media personality okay i'm a big deal it gets me nowhere i don't get into clubs they don't know who i am 
I had a huge talk with my family today and they're like, we love you and we want you to be happy and mentally healthy, but we're fucking disappointed. And I started crying because I am so disappointed in myself as well. I can't even, I cannot even tell you. <laughs> we love you, but fuck off right now. Just fuck off for a few months. We gotta, we gotta deal with this one because that was fucked up. All right, that, that was next level shit. And this is not just due to the recent backlash or people posting me. I posted an apology here on YouTube three days ago before these viral people even started posting me. For those of you who didn't see it, that's why I want to post this. I've done this for eight years, but I am done posting my son. It will not happen again. Uh, for the foreseeable future on YouTube, I am done posting Christian. I'm going to do the best I can to move forward. And I want to let you guys know that. I don't want to belittle her apology because apologies are not an easy thing to do. But, you know, some people do lie about them. But I was just sitting here thinking like, if she never uploaded that clip, right, would she have kept doing it because that video, did that video get a lot of views? You know, would she have done it again in another situation like this for future? Is she only self-reflecting because she got canceled? But that could be a good thing that comes from cancel culture. It actually makes people self-reflect and see what they're doing wrong. I'll get a little bit more into that later, actually. I just thought about that. I am deeply sorry to my audience and my loving, supportive followers that they saw a minute or two of such a poor, horrible decision making on my part and that they now think that everything is disingenuous on my channel or that moment or that whole day we weren't emotional or we weren't being genuine, which we were. Our new puppy Rosie is still in the vet. She is. She has parvo. She, I'm hoping she makes it. I don't even want to say the words that she's not going to make it. I feel like this apology is a lot about me, me, me 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 and how i feel right like she said uh that was only a minute or two of our entire day whatever it doesn't matter the length of time like that was still a shitty thing to do like you can have 24 hours and 59 minutes <laughs> sorry 23 hours and 59 minutes of a fantastic day right you you were you were just being a normal good person and that one minute can show like your true colors right so it doesn't matter the amount of time whether that went on for a minute or five minutes it would still be bad right because it still shows your character and what you're doing but our emotions that day were genuine and i realize by me being fucking fake it proves or it shows it makes you guys think that well what is real with her like is everything fake i totally get that if i saw someone else do this i would be like that's fucking wrong I am mad at myself. I'm so disappointed in myself. I had a huge talk with all my family today. All I can do is move forward, not include him in future content, take a step back from social media, reevaluate my mindset and what is reality and fucking learn and grow from this. I am so sorry. I am sorry to my audience, but really mostly to my child. I'll give her that. You take him out of your content. You, you reflect. That's always a good idea. So, I mean, that's at least one little good thing that came from this apology video. For the time being, I will obviously be off YouTube for a little bit. I will be doing everything I can to prioritize Christian's mental health. That lets you guys know Christian will not be in any future content. I am horrified and disgusted with myself that I got to that level that I would even prioritize a thumbnail and pulling him into that situation in such an emotional moment for us. Anyway, so she just continued about the same thing. It was about a four minute video, which is kind of long. Um, for me, when I think about apology videos, a short and simple apology video is always good, unless it's a confusing situation. But like, when you're apologizing, I feel like there shouldn't be so many like, the way, I feel like you shouldn't be focusing on the way that you feel. Not even in a video, just like in general. 
Like when I apologize, I'm thinking about how the person feels. I don't really care about how I feel. Um, Cause that's their moment there that they're getting their apology from me, from whatever I did. Right. Yeah. Anyways, that entire situation was really weird. I wanted to share it with you just cause you can see like some YouTubers are like this, which is fucked up. It's like their morality drops when they start getting views. Right. And then it just, it doesn't matter. You got to do anything for the views, which is a really sad way to look at life and to look at your channel. Like just, you can upload stuff that people like without exploiting other people. Uh, exhibit A, me. Actually, well, I do commentary. So am I exploiting those people? No, they're exploiting themselves because they do something that's stupid and I just laugh at them for it. Okay, so yeah, we're good, we're good, we're good. So let's move on to cancel culture. I wanna give you my opinion on cancel culture. Maybe I'll get canceled for talking about cancel culture. That would be ironic, wouldn't it? I've never given my opinion on this and I'm doing something with my, I take acting class, so we made a project revolving around cancel culture and we had to interview people. And it was very interesting because everyone's answers were very similar. And I wanted to show you this TikTok that I saw and I wanna know what you think about it, all right? Cause I thought it was, I thought it was pretty accurate cause I've been in this situation before and I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it was, but it's a couple of minutes long, but I'm gonna have you listen to it without me interrupting it at all. So here you go. Yeah, sure. I think a great summary is this tweet that someone else tweeted. It says, there's an extraordinarily defensive style of writing where I can recognize if someone is probably active on Twitter or TikTok or not by how often they include weird preemptive defenses of positions no sane person would ever take. Exactly. I'll explain what I mean. So like the internet in general has taught people that something that was said in good faith, they can twist to be said in bad faith so that they can like seem high and mighty that day and like put themselves on a pedestal and be like, well, you forgot this, gotcha. But everyone who's normal knows that's not what the person meant. An example is uh, years ago, I said, uh, I don't want to have kids. Um, and someone said, you're an eco-fascist. And I said, how? And they're like, well, you didn't specify. You didn't specify that you, you meant you don't want to have kids for personal reasons, not you didn't want to have kids because of overpopulation. And I'm like, okay, well, I didn't say that. I just said I don't want to have kids. And they're like, well, next time you better specify all the other reasons. And it's like, yeah, you're insane. You're literally crazy. Right there, no sane person. Because that doesn't happen in real life. Imagine you're having a conversation and someone like stops you and they're like, blah, blah, blah. can you go through like all these marginalized identities you didn't include and weren't talking about and specify you didn't mean against them? Obviously, I didn't mean that. People online are in this fantasy land where if every sentence that's ever uttered isn't catered to them and has every box checked off and it isn't like a fucking PhD student's essay, then they found a loophole where they can feel high and mighty today by yelling at someone for something they didn't even say. That's how TikTok is turning into Tumblr, which has already happened to Twitter. And also, by the way, none of these people actually do anything in real life. They're not going after, like, billionaires destroying the earth. They're inserting context that wasn't there in, like, other leftist posts and then playing gotcha when that person can't defend themselves because that's not even what they were talking about. Yeah, so what do you guys think about that? This is the first time I've ever heard somebody talk about this situation like this because I've been in this situation multiple times when I tweet something or I say something in a video and people will, because uh, <clears throat> I read my comments a lot. Like I enjoy reading them. I don't care if they're bad, if they're feedback, if they're great. Like I just, I like to read comments. I say that all the time. But there was this one specific event that happened <laughs> to me on Twitter where I tweeted something like, <laughs> 
about Sheila, my fiance, and I said something like, whatever, blah, 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 can't believe Sheila is mine. And then a few people kind of, they like, they twisted it and then they said that I was misogynistic. And I was like, how does that, how does that make me hate women? I called, I'm, I'm engaged to a woman. I love this woman. I love women. How, why, why is calling her mind misogynistic, right? I don't even know. I probably ignored them. And I think I deleted the tweet after because people were just saying it's not a good thing to say. And I feel like that's not really a discussion that people have. Everyone says, be mine or she's mine or he's mine. Like when you're dating, like Sheila can say he's mine if she wanted to, right? So it was just like, it was a weird experience. And I've had this experience multiple times with other things that I've said. Like you can go online and you can say, I love the color blue. And then people will be like, okay what about red why haven't you mentioned red you didn't even say that you liked red at all yet so does that mean that you hate red you hate red you are a disgusting person that's how this stuff escalates into this that's why i want to talk about cancel culture for a second because i thought it was it's i think it's so interesting there's definitely times where cancel culture works and it does its job and a lot a lot of the times i think it does its job but i think also at the same time there are so many times where it tears a person down and doesn't let them breathe and it's it'll be over something smaller where a person can show their growth and stuff so for uh examples i was just thinking like um like bigger ideas like harvey weinstein or like r kelly where things came out about them and then they had to deal with the repercussions of that because it was fucked up right that's a good example of getting someone's whole career and everything canceled they're done like you did this that's fucked up yeah you're done you're done you're gonna have nothing you will have nothing positive from this point going because you fucked up so bad but then there will be something where somebody said something that got misunderstood or somebody did something a little bit shitty or said something really stupid people they will get eaten alive for it even though they have showed growth from that they will still get eaten alive and canceled for it. And I think that's not progressive as a society because if you don't let people if you don't let people grow and be people, then they're not going to be able to grow and be people. If you keep constantly pushing this person down who's trying to do better, I feel like they would never ever be able to do better because they're not people just won't take it, right? And for an example, I'm going to use myself as an example because I don't want to talk about anybody else getting canceled. I never really got canceled for the stuff that I said, but I've said not nice things about trans people before. And people were like, hey, dude, that's kind of shitty. So you should reevaluate what you just said because that sucks and you should probably shut the fuck up. So I would say that it was definitely on a minimal scale. People were just, I read, like I said, I read my comments. So I saw those things. And then what I did is I reflected on that stuff i educated myself more and then i moved forward and my opinions changed and i just became a better person because of it so i feel like that can it's such a it's such a weird conversation because i feel like that can help a person become better like obviously being told what you're doing is wrong and then you fix it that's what i did so to this day let's say let's just say i had 10 million followers and then a video from four years came up where i was saying the 
stupid things that I said about trans people. And people were like canceling me now for it again. I would think that's unfair because I already grew from that and I grew from what I was saying. So I had that space to grow. I had that opportunity to grow. Even though I said stupid things that weren't that nice. But to be fair, they weren't terrible things anyways. Because there's always a line with people when cancel culture happens. Like there, There's like... There's a point of no return for some people if you fuck up really bad. If you do something fucked up, yes, you should get canceled. But it's like the people who it's oh my god, I feel like I'm going in circles with this conversation. I just feel like we shouldn't write everybody off all the time unless they do something really fucked up. <laughs> but then how do we deem what's really fucked up? Cuz that's different for everybody. There are specific things that are very fucked up that everyone disagrees on, but then the, the smaller things, I don't know. I don't know, this kind of feels like a circular conversation now, conversation now that I'm having with myself. So it's a really weird conversation and I wanna know what you guys think if you are if you can leave a comment. Like what, what do you think about cancel culture? You think it's good? Do you think it's bad? For me, yeah, it's both. It's both. It's just a very, I feel like it goes hand in hand with that TikTok almost because there people will be canceled for something that was totally completely taken out of context, which is so stupid. I feel like it shouldn't even extend to that point. It's just weird. Cancel someone if they do something fucked up. Not if you're not when you're overanalyzing a situation and making up your own things to like get mad at. I don't know. It's really weird. People just always find something to complain about online, all the time. Anyways, I, w I would like to read these LGBTQ stories because they're really good. So. Uh, if any of you want to send in and submit any LGBTQ stories, you can submit them to outspokensam at gmail.com and I might read one of yours at the end of an episode. Hi Sam, been watching your channel for a while and it really helped me come to terms with my sexuality. I grew up in an extremely conservative Christian family and really had to unlearn the homophobia I was taught. I realized I liked women in high school. I'm a woman. And around that time, my mom was in a habit of going on any angry homophobic rants. I remember one time when I was about 15 or 16, she told me she would rather me get pregnant than be interested in women. So it took me a very long time to come to terms with my sexuality because me and my mom are close and I didn't want to disappoint her. Fast forward a few years, I'm 22 now and recently came out as pansexual. I'd honestly never considered coming out unless it was dating someone who was not a man because I didn't see the points. But I guess my view started to change as I watched your channel more and started to think that if they can't accept me, then that's on them. I'm not in the wrong by being who I am. Anyway, so randomly, one day, I was in the car with my mom and told her, I like men and women. <laughs> not going into detail about the entirety of pansexuality because I feel like it was going to be hard for her to get past the whole liking women part. She sighed and said, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at society for making you think this is okay. And then went on an angry rant about how back in her youth, nobody was gay. Which I told her that wasn't the case, that LGBTQ people have always been there, but it's just slowly becoming more accepting to come out, and I said people back in her day probably would be shot for even saying that they were gay, to which she replied, back when people had morals. And I was so in shock, I didn't know what to say to that, honestly. And she huffed and said, you really had to do this today of all days? At first I had no clue what she was referring to, but then it hit me. It was Mother's Day. <laughs> At the time I felt bad for ruining her day, but now I'm kind of proud of it. Also, I feel like she's in denial herself. When she went on her homophobic rant, she said that it's normal and natural to think women are beautiful, that the word beauty doesn't come to mind when we think of men, so it's normal to think that, but society has turned it into some sexual thing. I don't know about you, but that sounded a little fruity to me, mom. So yeah, this kind of sucks because, like, 
your mom is so set in her ways and you're completely right the, the time has changed people are out more people are less scared to come out gay people have always existed trans people have always existed they just didn't come out as they do today because it was scary it still is very terrifying but obviously back in the day it was a lot more terrifying i just don't know why she's blaming society because i feel like society is, do is doing a great thing like society is more accepting so it's better that way like you're gonna be a lot more safe than you would have been 50 years ago even 30 years ago i don't know people people just get so stuck in their ways and maybe after a couple of years like you'll be able to change your mind about it because sometimes it's it's really funny when you come out years down the line people will come around and then they'll finally eventually understand it and be okay with it so i hope that's the case yeah so just be easy on yourself too by the way like liking who you like doesn't mean anything bad that's just who you like don't ever i hope none of you ever look down on yourselves for your sexuality because you can't help it okay maybe if people would stop being so sexy this next story says, I'm a trans man. I'm 25 and recently came out to my family and friends. I'm from East Tennessee, a notoriously conservative area, yet I somehow have the most accepting sample of people I could hope for. My friends' reactions range from, yeah, okay, what do you want me to call you? To one friend even replying, glad you could catch up with the rest of us. My best friend's reaction was equally amazing. I've known her since 2008 when we met in middle school, and we're still just as close as we've always been. I didn't imagine that she would be unsupportive, but maybe a little surprised or hesitant, but nope. She said she was glad I was finally ready to be myself. Of course she had to gas me up, tell me how I give off masculine protective energy, and that she wasn't surprised by this turn of events, if you could call it that. She also encouraged me to let my family know, as I am very very close to them. The family in question is my mother and my brother. I have really bad anxiety. You know what I mean, Sam. I do know what you mean. And fuck anxiety, by the way. And so while I knew that my family would accept me and respect my choices, I was terrified that they would feel that they were losing something from the situation especially my mother. I asked them to my apartment, sat them down, and blurted out, I have something to tell you. I'm trans. My brother listened while I explained. He asked some very reasonable questions, and then started cracking jokes about how much I'm going to love having pants with pockets. I happened to ask him to lend me a dumbbell set, so he asked me if I was interested in making my arms look larger. I certainly was, and he gave me some sincere advice on how to maximize my gains. How could this get more wholesome? Well, during all of this, my mom was uncharacteristically quiet. She said that she loved me no matter what and left it at that. We went to eat Mexican food and they dropped me back off. A little while later, I called my mom to check in with her. So, how are you feeling? I asked. About the same as I did a few hours ago, was her reply. She said that what I identify as doesn't matter. I'm her kid and she loves me regardless of my gender or looks. I just want you to be happy, is what she said. And her continued nonchalant attitude towards this entire thing has been the biggest comfort I could personally ask for. Of course, these things take time, and my mom and brother dead name me and say she sometimes, but they are trying. I'm one lucky man, and I thought you could use a little bit of joy in your LGBTQ story segment. Keep your head up, everyone. If someone in your life doesn't support you, they don't deserve to be with you on this journey. It's already hard enough. Thank you for submitting your story, by the way. I'm sure everybody will love your your little your little positivity at the ending there. Yeah, I mean, being from a conservative area, I feel like it's just even more scary to come out. So the response that you got is like overwhelmingly amazing so congratulations dude yeah i figured we could use a positive note to end today's episode so if any of you want to submit your stories again you can send them to outspokensam at gmail.com and if you're leaving a comment let me know your thoughts on cancel culture i'm very curious to know
So I will see all of you guys next week with a new episode. All right. Bye bye. Have a good day. Bye. 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 I said bye. Why aren't you hanging up? Bye. Shut it off. Turn it turn it off. Okay, for real. Bye. Ow.